then you've got to change your paradigms. Not long ago, a coaching client came to us, a woman, a single mother, who was fed up with her job. She hated it, but she didn't know what she really wanted to do, and she needed some help. A little exploration revealed something interesting. The job she really wanted was the job she already had. All the elements were there. She was being challenged, utilizing her talents, doing exactly what she wanted to do, and getting paid quite well to do it. So we decided to take a look at her paradigms regarding work, and that revealed something even more interesting. The job she was in was the first job she got after her divorce, and at that time she was extremely angry with her ex-husband, and understandably resentful of the fact that she had to leave her children during the day to go back out into the workforce. She had attached all of that anger and resentment to her job years ago, and never really detached them. So in spite of the fact that the job itself was satisfying and well-paying, in spite of the fact that her children were now school age and she very likely would have been working anyway, her negative mindset about the job, her destructive paradigm, was making her miserable. Once she realized how these old negative associations were impacting her life, she was able to reframe her thinking and see her job for what it really was something fulfilling, something that maximized her talents, something that enabled her to provide her family with everything they wanted and needed. In other words, a source of positivity and power in her life. Immediately, she started to look forward to going into her work each day, and she started to engage in her work with a whole new level of enthusiasm. No one here was surprised when we received an email from her about 10 months later saying she had been promoted to vice president of her department. A simple shift, a new way of thinking about an old situation, a new paradigm, is often all it takes to wake up to a whole new world. The most important thing to understand about paradigms is that they don't simply show up in your brain out of the blue. They come from somewhere. They have a source many sources, in fact, and one of the primary creators of our paradigms is culture. Culture is one of those terms that is thrown around a lot, often erroneously, and encompasses a lot. What I'm talking about here when I say culture is the prevailing attitudes, ideas, and beliefs of a particular group of people. Cultures exist on large and small scales. You'll often hear talk of the corporate culture of a certain company. It may be a company in which hard work and dedication are valued and rewarded, a company which believes in promoting from within their own ranks, or, on the negative side, a company which prizes yes-men, a company whose top brass like nothing more than to have their own ideas parroted back to them who reward that kind of behavior. I think you can guess which culture stands the better chance of nurturing long-term success. Even families have their own particular culture. Take a look at any family and you'll see it. Attitudes and beliefs that all members implicitly or explicitly endorse. That have quite probably been handed down from generation to generation and affect how each individual member thinks and acts. As just one possible example out of thousands, some families have a culture of providing indefinite financial support for their children. Others believe quite firmly in fostering financial independence as early as possible. Follow either one of these positions a few years down its logical road, and you'll begin to see the pervasive impact even a single cultural influence can have on a life. How many actions, decisions, and personality traits could be traced straight back 
to the belief fostered since childhood that one will never have to make their own way in life, that someone else will always bail them out. You'd be hard-pressed to find an aspect of such a person's life that was untouched by that belief. Then, of course, there's culture on a large scale, the prevailing belief systems of the wider society we live in. Each society has its own culture and its particular customs, mores, ideas, and attitudes about good and bad, right and wrong, possible and impossible. And that culture seeps into just about every facet of our lives, or at the very best, tries to. A little creature of his culture. Did you bristle when you heard that line a few minutes ago? I suspect you might have. After all, it smacks of a kind of victim mentality that is an anathema to all people who know that the power to change their life resides within themselves. Yet, there is an undeniable truth in the...